Greetings, everybody. This is a Travel Addict podcast where you can hear candid stories and discussions about business and adventure travel from around the world with activities such as trekking, diving, camping, driving, cruising, and just plain chilling out somewhere. We talk about lots of experiences in places all over the world, including the grand, the remote, the edgy, the risque, and ones of questionable merit. Education, fulfillment, and wonder enrich our lives. And of all the books in the world, the best stories are found between the pages of a passport. Stay tuned. Good morning, all. Malcolm Teasdale here, the travel addict. I have a lovely guest here with me today. But before we get into that, just a quick announcement. Few of you know that I was in uh, Kiev fairly recently, in the Ukraine, that is, actually back uh, two or three months ago. And I did do a podcast uh, on my experience in Kiev during that time. Uh, so they're about a week. Give a listen to that. Uh, what I've done, I've attached a YouTube video to that uh, just this morning, actually. Uh, so if you go into the uh, podcast, you'll see a reference to the YouTube video. And part of that YouTube video is the podcast, in addition to lots of photographs. I took him Kiev, fantastic city, wonderful architecture. Check it out, everybody, because who knows what's going to be left standing in a few weeks. All right. Well, more importantly, I have a lady here with me on the phone. She's uh, called me from the great city of Zurich, uh, Switzerland, <laughs> and it's a Ronja Sakata. Is Did I pronounce that right, Ronja? Yeah, you know, Ronja, that's like how you say it in German. And then some people say Ronja in English. I like that sounds too. It's actually kind of a nickname in, in Swiss German, Ronja. And uh, yeah, Ronja would be the German pronunciation. Okay, I'll stick to Ronja. It's a lot easier for me to pronounce. Perfect. Um, now, everybody, it's not often I sit down with a, with a member of royalty here. And the reason <laughs> I say that... <laughs> <laughs> the reason I say that, because Ronja is commonly known as the Queen of Joy. There's probably a reason for that. I've just spoke to her for a few minutes, and she's very joyful. And uh, she's the Queen of Joy, and she inspires people to do better in their lives. It works. So I'm going to introduce Ronja to you. Hello there, and uh, you can hear me all right, and I can hear you. Perfectly. Thank you so much for having me. So, Ronja, I got a couple of questions for you. And the first one is obvious. Why are you a queen of joy? You know, that started actually at the open grave of my scout friend when I was 17. And on the other side was my best friend, and she had just to bury her boyfriend. And we were so young, and it was like a knock in our face, like, this life is not forever. We thought we are young, you know, we can do whatever we want. And he died in an avalanche oh, and it, his life was over. And that was really a wake up call in an early age where nobody else had even lost their grandparents. And over 10 years, it just went on and on. Another avalanche, a bike accident. We were gathering at the, at the cemetery, like just too often. It was, it was kind of, again? And then my sister's best friend died because of a heart attack when she was 25. And I was like, okay, I'm done. I have chills now again. It's just, I'm done. I just, from now on, I do what I want. I spend time with people I want to spend time with. 
like now, spending time with you. That's my priority. I'm fully present. I really enjoy that this is possible. You know, it's just, I take it all in and I want to live my life to the fullest. And that doesn't mean that I have to go bungee jumping every day. Otherwise, my life is not meaningful. It can be a boring day, but I have joy in it. I see the little snail at the at the edge of, of the walkway or just, and there is a pink car passing by like, wow, a pink car, you know, just the little things make me happy. And it's a choice. I choose my mood. I choose my attitude. And I just want to have a good day today because maybe tomorrow I'm gone or this afternoon. I mean, she just dropped dead while she was on the phone at home. She didn't go skiing, you know, like, yeah, and that happens all the time. And that's not something super special, but it really had an impact on me. Before, it was always a risky sport involved, or I mean, we knew he was driving too fast, you know, like some kind of excuses why it could have happened. But just heart attack, 25, no reason. Well, okay. the avalanche as well. I mean, the avalanche, you've got to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. Now, the, these people, friends of yours that, um, had these unfortunate things happen were they local to you in Zurich Switzerland or or where yeah kind of like you know we I was in a scout troop Swiss Swiss scouts are a bit differently organized than in the states or or internationally we are very young a leader leader groups and it was like within within the leaders of the little kids yeah. we we had all these incidents happening and then in my primary school and secondary school from these people and it was like devastating but of course it has an impact on all of us like do the Absolutely. travel now do the hug your people as you know when you have a terminal terminal illness that's like a totally different thing it's hard, but you can say the things you want to say. And it's not all of a sudden, like last time I saw him was two months ago and now he's gone. Like, yeah. And oh. and Queen of Joy is a choice. And of course, I wrote it on my business card now, but people called me that, you know, like, and I was like, oh, I kind of like that. I take that. I take that degree now. And um, yeah, I put that on my website. Excellent. Now, I know what people will be thinking here, negative people. So what are these friends or people you know passed away in the city of Zurich, Switzerland? I don't think I'll go there based on that. Now, I, I, that's a cynical part of it, but to everyone out there, Zurich is a great city. You know, It's in a great country, and it's a beautiful location on the lake there. And I, I was there a few days. Stayed at the Wellingburg Hotel or something. It's, it's in the town center. I come. That, that. Oh, that's very near where we where we live. I know it. I know. Oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I grew up in the countryside, and it's totally not all my friends lived in Zurich. It's like the, the, this part. But Switzerland is so small. Not not many people know. You know, it's. No. I don't. I'm not good in miles, but it's 300 kilometers. Um, this way and a bit over 200 kilometers that way so you can't drive for three hours you're out of out of the country and yeah exactly um, somewhere it's, it's yeah, yeah you got that it's right really tiny all right so you are the queen of joy now because of your joyfulness so to speak how do you uh, take on yourselves to inspire people let's say someone's going through a difficult time mentally you know they're stressed out they're anxious how would you um, benefit them in the, how would you talk to them and said, look, listen to me, how, how would you influence them in that kind of way? 
For me, it's really important that I don't tell somebody who is really in a deep hole. You can't say somebody, yes, you just have to think positive. You know, that's that's an insult. That's just not right. But if you are climbing out of your hole and you're like ready to change something, that's when my tools come in handy. But before that, you need help. You need support. You know, you need the right you need to be taken care of and take care of yourself. But if you're ready and say like, okay, I'm done with being sad or I'm done with being angry. I need something inspiring. What I really love to do is a future self meditation or, or just, you can just talk about it and you have the ideas too. But with the meditation, it's like even deeper with your subconscious popping out ideas. You're like, what? (laughs) So If you imagine yourself in 10 years and it's the best version of you, you know, she or he or they did all what what they they wanted and and listened to their gut and didn't say no when they mean yes and and vice versa. Like just like going with the flow of your life, who would that person be? And then you can meet that person and it's you, the best version and your future self loves you and is such a fond fan of you. Like, Malcolm, here you are. Look at me in 10 years. You will do great. And I'm so proud of you. And it's not from the outside. You know, I had, for example, my future self, she's really old because I want to stay here as long as I can. And um, she calls me out that I should do more sports. You know, it's not all, all, all airy fairy, this meeting. It can be very like, Ronya, now you have to listen closely. You have to implement your habits now that you can become me, a healthy 100-year-old lady who still has so much energy and does what she loves. So I like to guide people so that they find the answers within them. And it's not like, oh, you should do this and you should, should eat less candy. You know, that's like, oh, come on. That's like, you sound like my mother. But but with a kind of a little fairy tale fantasy creative approach, you can like come into a mood of, of, oh, wow, that would be nice. And then why not? And what if? And then I think the thoughts and, and the ideas are flowing again. And anxiety can be a part of your life, but you can like tame it a little bit like a wild animal and say, like, I take care of you, but can we have adventures too and do things which bring us joy? And that can be just like baking a cake and bringing it, bringing it to your neighbor's house. That can be a little adventure of a Tuesday afternoon. You know, you don't have to be, yeah, like yeah. travel to Tokyo so that you are an interesting person. You can decide what you do day by day while you have a big vision in the future of you doing the things you love the most. Well, they've got to want to do it also, right? You that's know, just yeah, the they, point. They, yeah, that's the point. And I would imagine the same thing with Switzerland, like his back here in the States, everywhere, uh, with, with the COVID scenario in the last few years, um, it's caused, especially where I am, more suicides, more cases of depression, anxiety, and people not being able to get out, locked down, all these scenarios. It's hurtful to a lot of people because – especially the, I think the older generation, because these years of their lives are precious, right? And it just seems like years have uh, been wasted here when they ought to be doing stuff. Um, so 
I might imagine you see that over there where people are just down in the dumps because they can't do anything because of COVID. They can't go out anywhere. It's got to be somewhat challenging. You've probably spoken to people like that also, haven't you? Yes. Here, COVID is not a thing anymore now. It's no. just like, it's like it never happened. It's so crazy, but that's another topic. But of course, two years long, we were forced to not be distracted by everything we do normally, you know, like going out to the cinema, eating out, if you have that stage of your life where you enjoy that, or just, I think, I mean, I don't want to downplay anything in that, but spending more time with yourself, even though if you're living by yourself, can be a really transformative time of your life, but it's, 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 it's not easy, you know, but like you can find out like what I'm, I am doing here is just not, not working. As soon as this is over, I want to travel. I don't want to sit in my living room or something like no. that can happen. And of course, if you already were depressed or if that triggered something, yeah, you need, you need support. It's not done with some meditations and uh, positive thinking. No. We'll talk about the med meditation a little in a while, actually, because I, I know you're a fan of that and you, you practice it, um, but you call it an, an another title. Let me uh, uh, touch on that later on. But yeah, I mean, everyone uh, should get involved with some Mine is travel, of course, as you know, and uh, I've got a calendar booked up for the year to go places because that's what I want to do. And uh, it doesn't have to be travel. It could be something else. So people have to want to do it, but you can help get them there with your enthusiasm, uh, which, which is a good thing. Now, I'm just looking at your academics here. When I read what you do to help people, I thought, well, are you, is she academically qualified? And I know you did a, you had a BA in food engineering, right? Yes. Actually, it was before the bachelor and master degree thing happened i we we had a diploma in the end and it was just five years of study at the technical university of um of switzerland yeah and it's called eth it's quite a yeah it's quite a famous university um internationally and um yeah i loved food engineering like cooking food nutrition but then also chemistry math and um biology that these were my favorite subjects in yep. in high school so I was like wow and after that I have a, a profession and you know I I was um living in the states when I was a kid and Sesame Street always had these little sequences where you saw how something was produced you know like potato chips or <laughs> or whatever crayons and I always loved these these machines like this these um, conveyor belts and the the whole the whole um, what is it called the the chain reaction kind of production things that yeah, was exactly it's like factory uh, food in a factory yeah I, I get it so that's probably the, the engineer food engineering point I didn't know what that was to be honest with I didn't I, I thought it might be something the complications well how do you plant the food how do you make this food and uh, or probably how to cook as well so it's a bit of everything there but then you went on and um, uh, you got a degree in higher education and a coaching degree, which is obviously helps you today, which helps other people, right? And that's that was in Zurich. Yes, that was in Zurich. 
And I started to teach in a professional school. You know, in Switzerland, we have a, a system that after nine years of school, you can go to, for example, a chocolate factory and you sign a, a contract that you work there for three years. You go to school. It's an official um, it's not an apprenticeship or an internship. It's an official school kind of organization. After three years, you have a test in school, you have a test in the factory, and then you are a professional food technologist. And you can, um, yeah, you can go in, into beer or, or meat or whatever kind of brand you're interested in, but you're your education is, is based on the chocolate factory experience. And that was really cool to teach these teenagers, you know, they're 15 to 18. Yeah. And there I realized how much, like, I love to interact with the whole class, but also with, with one person. And then I, I became a class teacher and a coach to, to my class, the, the, the students of my class. And yeah, there, you know, we had a lot of people from other countries, like with, with um, refugee stories. And I realized like, wow, when somebody just listens to your story and your problems, that helps already. I, I use coaching for myself all the time. I mean, when I was 17 and and I, I experienced these deaths, it, it was so interesting to me to take courses and you know, like in all the different fields to just take care of my soul. Like what, what is this life about and what is afterwards and just figuring mm -hmm. out my own stuff. Plus working with these teenagers brought me into these, into this. Um, yeah. I want to work with people about mindset, about habits, having your idea, what you want and not do the things you don't want. It's, kind of so simple but we have to do it right yeah, like, exactly again you got to want to do it but based on the fact that what we found out in the last few years life is short and life is fragile yes and it's uh, precious also so we got to make the most of it and uh that, that's very important uh, we shouldn't be throwing in the towel in this stage of our lives at all so this is why i'm you know i'm not young anymore I'm not ancient either, but I, you know, I have a quest <laughs> to get out and about and do more stuff. I may be pushing the limits a little bit, but you know, I mean, that's all right. That's what I do. Now, I've got your website here for everyone out there. Joyismycompass.com is uh, your website, and uh, got up my screen here. You got your smiling face on there. Tell me about a couple of things on your website, and I know what meditation is, but you call it gold gold bubble meditation. What is that? You know, meditation for the most people is like sitting quietly, don't think anything. And it's kind of, oh, I can't do that. My thoughts are wild and it's boring. And I love guided meditations, which are kind of like a story time. You know, like you sit and you sit quietly, you deep, you, you, you breathe deep, deeply through your nose slowly and you calm down. You feel it in your nervous system that you calm down just by breathing yeah. but then i i tell you what you can imagine and it's always like an invitation that's kind of a yeah you have to be careful with your words you know imagine that it would be possible that roots grow out of your feet or out of your body into the soil and into the middle of the earth 
And it's just imagine if it would be possible, you know, it's not like roots grow now out of your body, Malcolm, and you're like, no, they're not like yeah. walk around that in your mind. And then like these roots grow downwards, downwards, downwards. And imagine that in the middle of the earth, there would be a golden infinite energy. It's kind of a liquid and these roots dip into it and you can breathe this energy upwards and then fill up your body with that energy. And it's, it's, it's warm, it's, it's full of power, but it's also gentle. And also that it really, you have a bodily reaction if you're deep into this, these, this, these images and you, you feel like you're filled up with energy. And that, if you do that meditation, like on and on, or, or, or like often, you can imagine these roots wherever you are in the car, in a traffic jam, and you feel like, oh, I'm so, so, so no energy around or at work. If you put both feet on the ground, you can imagine like energy is now streaming into me. And it's not I have to suck away energy from somebody else or somebody should bring me energy. It's like you're self-sufficient kind of in your thoughts and you can build up that energy within you. And then the golden bubble is that you imagine like a spring, it's, it's, it's um, like a fountain out of your head and you're kind of in a golden curtain, you know, like in a, in a round curtain and you can push gently this curtain out and all of a sudden it makes like maybe a sound like pling and you are in a golden bubble. And this golden bubble protects you if you want, or gives you energy all the time if you want. And you can play with the size, you know, you can make it as big as your whole house. And um, like, I, I like to do that, like for my neighbors, you know, they're over 80, they're not so healthy anymore, like bring them some energy. It's kind of generous, but as I have infinite energy coming from the middle of the earth, it's yeah, I can, I can, I can uh, give it away. And also in public transportation, I can imagine myself like creating a little golden bubble, like a snowball and throwing it to another person so that this person has uh, more energy. It's playing around in my mind, like with the future self, you know, it's, it's fun, but also just do it when you want to, you know, not, I'm not doing that every day, all day. And I'm always like, for people who want to consider something like this they have to get started somewhere so to get started this is a like a form of guided meditation to start yes. with right yes. and then once you steer them in the right direction this can basically do the thing on their own just their thoughts yeah i have to... golden bubble meditations i don't know in, in swiss german i have hundreds of variations and in english i have 20 variations you know, playing around with yeah. with the size or or um, imagine that your golden bubble can fly and you just take off like a helicopter and and you can fly wherever you want. And then you can, yeah, it's kind of a, a little bit of training, but you can just start and right away you see everything. It depends on, on your, you know, there are people who, when, when you have closed eyes, they can't imagine an apple. There are people like that. I don't know the professional term, but if you have this ability to imagine there is an apple or a rose and I can turn it around and look at the end at the back end of it, 
if you have that kind of imagination, it's so easy. Guided meditation, you just just try it. It's so yeah. much fun. I have done it actually on a cruise ship once, and uh, it it was nice. The, the only meditation I was sort of involved with is um, you may have heard of the country of Bhutan, and there's a an epic climb there called Tiger's Nest Monastery. It's almost ten and a half thousand feet up from ground level. It's on a rock face. So type in Tiger's Nest Monastery, Bhutan, on Google, and you'll see exactly what I mean. This is an unbelievable I think building. I know the building is very beautiful, right? It's unbelievable, yeah. yeah. So I, I trekked that up to there a few years ago, and it took me about four hours. And I was so energized by the time I got to the top. Now, I made it, I made it. You got to be careful because you could, could fall off the side and you're, you're toast if you do that. <laughs> but I, I got into the, uh, the monastery there and uh, went into a meditation room and all that energy that I had from just um, climbing this as I achieved some all went away. It just vanished and it was just pure silence. My mind went into a state of not fog, but just peacefulness. You know, all the stress or excitement went away. It was, it was quite strange actually. And I didn't really think about doing it. It just happened like that. So I don't know. It's, it's a, a Patala Palace in uh, Tibet. Also, is a spooky t place where you go in there. There's some <laughs> some sign of it's, it's eerie, but it's a feeling of something important, you know. But, but again, I mean, what you're a, a monastery like this. That's that's a place where you know they practice all these habits, and that's energy, pure energy there. And if you enter a place like this, it has an impact on. It's like. When you enter a home of a friend and you feel instantly like really good and cozy, or you enter a place, whatever building, and you're like, ooh, I don't like it here. I mean, we have instincts and we oh, have yeah. an intuition and a place like a monastery. Yeah, that's magical. I was taking um, a Zen meditation class in a monastery in Japan, and it was so, it was so touching. That was kind of the first. And only time where I really did a guided Zen meditation, yeah. like they guided us to be quiet and just sit there and ignore your legs and ignore everything. Yeah. And then you could raise your hand if you had too many thoughts and you had to go like bend forward and they hit you with a very flat kind of um, board. It yeah. didn't hurt, but it was like, pom, pom, like, whoa, okay. Yeah. I thought I need the whole experience, right? When my thoughts were flattering <laughs> right. around. That was really like, wow, I will never forget that. And, you know, I have such a such a bond with Japan. So I, I was just, just tears were streaming down my face while I was sitting there in this silence. I was so touched and felt so connected to that land. It was magical. Yeah, it's good to be able to get in that, in that space. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you something else on your, your website, some what call is it called the seven golden days where you do some sort of exercises to uh, is, is that what it's called or am i incorrect yes it's just like a mini mini taste you know i i have the joy academy which is a year-long program where you can dive into all areas of your life and really think of what do i want what do i don't want anymore and all the the magical and the, and the practical tools yeah. And the seven golden days are seven different golden bubble meditations where you in one in one at one day this, but the future me meditation is in there too. Like just get a taste of how it is. How does it feel like when I 
take care of my thoughts and think about what is it? Like the first day is, who am I? Who am I? And I mean, that's such a simple question, but then such a big question. And I invite people to just sit down and write down 10 minutes. Like I'm a father. I'm a fun person. I like stillness. I like hiking. Like who am I? You can describe that in a thousand ways. And we are like stressed out or busy with our everyday life. And then Netflix and Instagram and and all these influences, like just spending some time with yourself can be so beautiful, but also like, Ooh, who am I? I don't want to think about it. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, millions of people have been doing this for tens of thousands of years. They can't all be wrong. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Especially uh, in the the Asian countries. Uh, Great stuff. Now, uh, your website has a, uh, quite a lot of information in there. You've recently, I don't know about recently, but you've got this book, and uh, it's The Joy Compass. It's written for men and women, right? So yes. is that what you've been telling me today? Is that sort of in this book where people can read it, read about it? and Yes, by absolutely. It? Everything is in the book, too. And, you know, I... When I was going to university, I lived with four guys in a shared apartment. I was in the Boy Scouts, everything I told you before. I wasn't in the Girl Scout division. I was leading the little Cub Scouts, the boys. So I just love spending time with men. I think men are fabulous. And I know also that my best friends are all like very, very careful with the topics I'm talking about. Like, oh, come on, go away with that and this and meditation is for girls or some, some things like that. So I thought if I write a book, I want to write a male version where I'm more like direct and in your face, not, yeah. not in a rude way, but like, come on, Malcolm. I write, I write in a, yeah. in a converse, conversational type. Is that the correct mm-hmm. word? Like, like we would talk to each other. Yeah, exactly. And I write like, come on, please. Now pick up your pen and do this exercise. It's really worth your time. And otherwise you don't have to do it like again. And in the male and the female version, it's kind of the same book, but different stories, you know, and different exercises. So if you read the whole book, you didn't read two times the same thing, but kind of. And uh, yeah, you can just sneak into it and, and learn about all my favorite exercises. Okay, you don't. It's not exactly you got a a men's chapter and a woman's chapter. It's all in mixed up in one, is it? Or no, it's really one book and then the other book. And chapters are the same. The stories, like the the yeah, the stories which came to my mind. You know, I I built a salad dressing factory after university before I started teaching, and um, yeah, some like when I was filling hundreds of bottles and first we. We closed it by hand and I had to do, yeah, for hours I did the same job, like like a conveyor, uh, if you have money, a conveyor belt and a machine can do that. If you don't have the money yet, you have to do it yourself. Yeah. So yeah, in the men's book, there is a story about the salad dressing um, factory. And then in the women's book, there is a story about this friend who died that my Bestie made a calendar for him, you know, like a mm-hmm. present. That was in 1994, and not in like Target. There is the pre-made thing where you put 24 presents in. I don't know if that's actually a thing in America. In Switzerland, in, in Europe, that's big. Like 
advanced calendar with presence. That's like the shit today to do, you know, if you don't do it, you're weird. And back then it was very special. And he prepared one for her and he died at the 10th of December. So she had still 14 packages and letters of her dead boyfriend. And that was very beautiful, but very devastating at the same time. And for example, this story is in the female book because yeah, just because it was like popping up there. So it's two books in one. And my goal is if you have a partner, if you are a a woman and you have a partner and you would love to bring him into the boat of a little bit of self, you know, development or, or like things to think about life. What do we want? You could sneak this book on his nightstand and I have even a, a different cover because it's a very female appealing cover. Yeah. Um, I have a different cover prepared on my website where you can download it and put it over the over the the pink cover so that he might might if he wants of course yes indeed yeah you've thought of everything yeah your website's pretty comprehensive actually and of course you've got a a bit about your podcast say you got a blog going on and i'm assuming that people want to get hold of you and then you've got links to to facebook and um instagram linkedin maybe so that's that's the best way people can uh, sort of get in touch with you if they want to to read about something inspirational from you. Yeah, so my book is on Amazon. If you put in Ronya Sakata, you will find the Joy Compass. And then I wrote the book for Japan travel reasons, but that's in German only. So um, you will find these two books. My, my name, you know, I before I got married 21 years ago. No, we, we married 19 years ago but I went to Japan 21 years ago and met my husband there and um I my my name was Miller Müller that's like Miller like it's the second common most common name in Switzerland and now my name is Sakata and nobody on the whole planet has the same name as I am so that's kind of exciting so you can find my book you can find me everywhere if you Google Ronya Sakata, you find everything. Like it's, you're easy to find, right? It's not going to come. Someone's going to type type your name on Google, and there's not going to be a dozen of your same name as you. No, right? no, no, really, no, really. Yeah, not. it's funny. You're... And yeah, I love Instagram the most. I'm on Facebook, and um, I'm also on LinkedIn, but not so active. I think I would. Yeah, I I need to dig into that channel. But yeah, um, yeah I'm. You can find me, and I'm yeah. excited to meet you. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. You know, LinkedIn is is important, actually. It's more business-like. You know, there's a lot of noise out there, especially on Twitter these days. Facebook is getting bad, so um, LinkedIn would be a, a good one also. But your, your um, previous name was Müller, M-U-L-L. Yeah. Well, that's, that, that sounds German to me, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm Swiss-German, so German and Swiss-German is, you know, we, we write German. That's... Swiss German is our, it's like a, a strong dialect, but it's not a written language, but we would never speak high German to each other. So mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's difficult, difficult to um, explain. It's all right. But, uh, German people don't understand us. If they arrive in Switzerland for work reasons what? and they didn't consider that we speak Swiss German, they're really shocked and all the meetings and everything is in Swiss German. So 
for three weeks, you are kind of in the tumbler and, and gets <laughs> you're in, gets turned around. And then all of a sudden, when your ear is like <sighs> settling in, then it works. Yeah. I'll tell you what, it's it's commendable that you speak all these languages as well. I mean, I'm born and raised in England and obviously I'm in America now and I, I lived in Singapore for a while, but everyone speaks English there. So I really don't ne- had never had the need to speak a foreign language because especially now, as compared to 20 years ago, that pretty much all the world speaks English. Even in China now, the kids are brought up in school learning the English language and uh, because they have to, it's the world's language. So so I don't really have to uh, go to bullet school of uh, language, you know, and learn about any of this stuff, which is which is good. But, you know, it's funny because like Holland, for example, the Dutch language, all the Dutch people I've ever met speak English, right? Reason being is that no one would ever want to learn the Dutch language. It's too complicated. So the Dutch, Dutch it's 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 very interesting. Dutch and Swiss German. I mean, we are over a thousand kilometers away of each other, but yeah. it's so similar. You know, we have these <laughs> sound. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So kitchen, kitchen in in uh, Swiss German is kuchy, <laughs> and um, yeah, that's hard for German people for everybody. But <laughs> Dutch and and Swiss German is very similar. And you know, the language for me, Swiss German is spoken by about 4 million people. So if we want to go places, we have to change our language immediately. (laughs) And we learn, I mean, we have four languages, official languages in our tiny country, French, Italian, German, and Romanian. That's kind of a Latin kind of um, language. And um, we just spent the weekend in the mountains and went snowboarding and skiing. And our friends from Zurich moved there, and their boys go now to school and learn this this uh, Romanish, this this for this ancient language. And I think it's so cool because that's the base of French, of Portuguese, of of yeah. all the. Yeah, that's so cool. But yeah. I mean, if you speak English, you can use your time for other things than learning languages if you don't enjoy it. But if you go to Japan and you go to the rural places, nobody speaks English, and that's yeah, something. You know, that's why I taught people to learn Japanese. And still, you can book an online course on my website, on the German website, because it makes such a difference if you all of a sudden speak a little Japanese or even more than a little, doors just open up, you know. And with English, it's okay now. And 20 years ago when I was there, nobody in, in my city not a word and that was perfect for me i had to learn japanese i learned japanese in three months it was like yeah i learned it in switzerland first for a half an year really intensely and then after three months with my now husband i was talking on the phone for 20 minutes and i was like yes i don't need a pen and paper anymore i don't need my hands to to gesture now it's like i i'm on (laughs) (laughs) yeah well if i ever get to japan again which i'd really would like to yeah, I would say I, I was. I spent time in Tokyo and Chiba, and uh, I would say 100% of all the hotels ever stayed in the, the beds were like 12 inches too short for me. Are you tall? Okay. I'm at six foot, but I, my feet were. I don't, why is that? I, I have no idea. Maybe just purely coincidence, but yeah. No, they're really, really tiny. I mean, my, my whole family in law they don't even reach my chest that's i'm tall too and and my husband is smaller than i was i've always said i will never ever be that guy's um 
girlfriend. He's too small. But then I had to, I had to give in the, the, the <laughs> positive wow. points, overweight. And now it's, uh, yeah, it was a good idea that we yeah. stayed together. Well, I'll tell you what. All right, Ryan, just being good talk to you. Is there anything you want to say to, uh, this will get put out on the internet probably in a couple of weeks or so, but just any, anything you want to say to anyone out there? Yes. I would like to say, be kind, be kind to yourself. That's the first step for also world peace. It starts within us. If we have war going on within us, that's like the first place and the best place to start to like clear out stuff and, and focus on what we want and what brings us joy. And when we are joyful and happy and like in a good balance and feel home in your, ourselves, we can then influence the people we love outside of, of our little world. And then the ripple effect of being kind and, and full of joy, it goes around the world. And, um, you know, the seven people, um, what is this? What was the guy who said, like, I know everybody on the whole planet within seven people. I mean, you just said you went to the Ukraine and you met people there. So I know you now, and now I know the whole Ukraine, you know, with seven steps yeah. you know that i i don't remember how it's called yeah, it's <clears throat> yeah uh, exactly but of course travel is educational and the more you travel the more you learn about how people live and there's a lot of people i know around here said i'm not going anywhere i know people who've never been overseas and but to me it's educational because you learn how the rest of the world lives and we as a country here are not the best at everything we do you know we could learn from other countries and that applies to everywhere on the planet so hopefully all this stuff's get better over time and all the problems of this planet will go away. COVID, get the Ukraine thing out of the way and we can just sort of get back to some form of normality here. So Yes, uh, and please let's, yeah, let's get to a new level of, yeah, being kind, treating treating yourself kindly and everybody you everybody meet else, you know, yeah. in the supermarket, at the hairdresser and at home and then the world becomes a better place, but you have to start with you. And that's exactly. uh, the best place to start. All right. Well, well said, Roger. Well, thanks for being here. Words of wisdom. And now I know why they call you the queen of joy. And Thank you big, so <laughs> much for having impressive. me, Malcolm. Stay in touch. You know where I'm at. Best wishes to you in the great country of Switzerland. And Thank don't, you so don't have any skiing accidents. No, I we had a, a big, beautiful season and um, safe, safe at home. And now it's spring outside. Okay, it's all good then. Well, take Thank care. Thank you. Of yes, it is. Thank you, Malcolm. Bye. Many thanks for joining me today. This is Malcolm Teasdale signing off. Before I do, please check out my website, MalcolmJTeasdale.com for more information about my travels around the world. Okay, folks, talk to you later. Bye for now. Stay safe.